Hello and welcome to episode 122 of My Circus, My Monkeys. This week in the Institute, we're talking about coaching your team. Over the weekend, I was working on a conference session on how to retain your best employees, and I started by pulling data from the Coupa HR 2023 Higher Education Employee Retention Survey. So this week, I wanted to pull out some key takeaways from that survey and talk about why coaching is so integral to retaining your team members. So keep listening. You're listening to My Circus, My Monkeys, the podcast for supervisors in education or any field that emphasizes growth and development. If you want to reign in the chaos and transform your team to better serve your students and clients, keep listening. This podcast explores essential information on supervision, employee engagement, and using a strengths-based framework to empower you and your team. We'll examine the latest research in psychology, neuroscience, education, and beyond to help you and your team get to the next level with your host, Ann Brackett, the Chief Engagement Officer of Strengths University. If you've been working in higher education for a while, you've probably noticed folks are leaving and it's getting more and more challenging to replace them. That is, if you're lucky enough to replace them. This is obviously a worrying trend, so naturally folks want to know why. Thus, organizations like Coupa HR are trying to get to the bottom of it. And on one hand, I want to say kudos to the folks who are finally asking the right questions. But on the other hand, I don't think it was ever a mystery if you've been paying attention. But as you'll see, that is part of the problem. People are so busy putting out fires, they're not paying attention to how their people feel and what they need. So let's dig into the Coupa HR survey. We'll talk about what the data says, what that means for you and your team, and how you can use coaching to help keep your folks from leaving. Alrighty, let's start with one of the most frightening questions. When participants were asked about the likelihood that they would look for other opportunities within the next 12 months, 32.6 said they were very likely or likely to do so. And if you add on the somewhat likely group, that number jumps up to 56.2%. So best case scenario, A third of your team is likely to look for another job this year, but there's a decent chance that over half will be looking. Now, the good news is that many folks will stay because they're too exhausted to launch a job search right now. Now, that was meant to be a joke, but it does make me wonder whether the people who said they were unlikely to look for a job aren't doing so because they simply don't have the energy. And that's obviously a rather negative take on the situation. And I do want to acknowledge that there are absolutely institutions and supervisors who are supportive of their employees. But I've just heard from so many folks who are overwhelmed, if not completely burned out. Some of them are desperately hoping things will change because at the core, they love their jobs and their students. But regardless, these numbers indicate there's a huge problem in higher ed. So let's look at the why. Coupa HR asked participants to rank their top three reasons they're thinking about seeking new opportunities. The biggest reason, at 86%, 
was because of pay slash salary increase. The second biggest reason at 44.2% was the opportunity to work remotely. The third biggest reason was to get a promotion or more responsibility, and that was 35.8%. And there's some other reasons listed as well, but I want to spend most of our time focused on this first one, salary. Now, everybody would like more money, right? And in higher ed, for the most part, salaries have not kept up with inflation. But that's not really industry specific. There's a lot of fields that haven't done that and are underpaid. So I want to dig into another issue uncovered, quote unquote, by the CUPA HR survey. And what's that issue? You guessed it. Too much work. When participants were asked whether there was an increase in job expectations over the past year, 70.9% of supervisors and 61.1% of non-supervisors agreed or strongly agreed. When participants were asked if they had absorbed additional responsibilities of other staff who had left, 71% of supervisors and 56.3% of non-supervisors agreed or strongly agreed. And when participants were asked if it was normal to work on weekends, 38.3% of supervisors and 20.7% of non-supervisors agreed or strongly agreed. And finally, 63.9% of supervisors and 34.6% of non-supervisors said they agreed or strongly agreed that their job duties required extra time outside of their normal work hours. So not only have most salaries not kept up with inflation, but folks are also being asked to do more work that eats up time with their family and friends without being fairly compensated for it. Again, I don't think you need to be a rocket surgeon to figure out that's not a great situation. At my last job on campus, an administrative assistant in the business office retired, and she had done all the housing contracts while I'd been in my position, so like for nine or 10 years. Well, when she retired, they decided not to replace her, and guess what? Now I had to do all of those contracts. When I talked to HR about financial compensation to match these new duties, I was told that when people start asking about additional compensation, it usually means they're on their way out. Now, I took this to mean that it would not look favorably upon me to ask for more money and that I should be a team player and suck it up. It was a subtle way to get people, in this case me, to fall in line. But looking back, I realized what a load of bleep that was. I wish I had felt more empowered at the time to push the issue. And if I may, now I also realize what a scam being a salaried employee can be if you don't have the right leadership in place. Because it's all about doing more, whether it's reasonable or not. Now, that's just one small example of how folks in higher ed are being overworked and underpaid for their efforts. I mean, I only had to take on part of her duties. And I know many of you have had to absorb entire jobs when someone left. And this doesn't just impact people at work, it impacts their whole life and the quality of it. So let's look at the results when Coupa HR asked folks about their satisfaction with their institutional environment. I'm not going to go through everything because, well, who has the time? But 
I do want to focus on four areas that most folks disagreed or strongly disagreed with. But I do want to focus on the four four areas that the most people disagreed or strongly disagreed with. 22.5% disagreed or strongly disagreed that they were satisfied that their institution acts ethically and responsibly. And that is a shocking number for an institution that's supposed to be helping shape ethical and responsible citizens. And I do wonder how much of that was impacted by the unethical and irresponsible workload being forced upon their employees. 28.4% disagreed or strongly disagreed that their institution cares about their well-being. Yeah, that tracks. I mean, if you're constantly stressed and overwhelmed and your supervisor's response or administrator's response is something along the lines of, yes, I completely understand. It's very stressful here. When can you get me that report? Then that's going to make you feel like they, or at least the people above them, just don't care about how you're doing. 33.9% of folks disagreed or strongly disagreed that their institution was invested in career development. This also tracks. Professional development funds are usually the first to get cut. Plus, supervisors are so bleeping busy. Who has the time to help anybody else develop, right? The biggest one is that 43.5% disagreed or strongly disagreed that they were satisfied with their institution's opportunities for advancement. And I think part of this is simply that some campuses have limited positions. So where would you go? But I do think it's connected with the last one about career development. If no one's helping you grow as a professional, you're going to be stuck in the level you are now, even if there's openings other place across campus. Now, Koopa HR also asked about satisfaction with the work environment, and I'm just going to share two here. 23.9% disagreed or strongly disagreed that they were satisfied being recognized for their contributions. Now, it doesn't elaborate what that recognition should be, but certainly if you're doing more work, that probably would include being compensated for it financially, right? Finally, 53% disagreed or strongly disagreed that they were fairly paid. So in a nutshell, the results are that folks are expected to do more and more work. And that's certainly true compared to what they're getting paid. But I will say that that's also true in general. And what I mean by that is even if you were compensated for all the extra work you're doing, it would probably still be too much, right? And at a certain point, that interferes with the quality of your life. Now, earlier, and perhaps stupidly, I decided to tie this all back to coaching. And that's not stupid per se, but potentially challenging given the time constraints of a reasonably timed episode. That being said, I do believe coaching is vital to helping you keep your employees. Why? Well, for most of you, when do you think you'll find out someone on your team is looking for a new job? it's probably when they give you their two weeks notice. And that's too late. And if you're thinking, but I have a great relationship with my team, I'm sure they'd tell me before then. Would they? I've heard from so many folks who are looking and even think that their supervisor's great or they feel close to them, but they just can't take the stress from all the work or they simply need more money to be comfortable. And they're not telling anybody they're looking, including their supervisor. 
because they don't want to let their supervisor down, make their supervisor worry or angry. And there are plenty of stories out there about how great supervisors suddenly started treating people differently because they found out they were looking for a new job or because they gave their notice. So how can coaching help you with that? Well, if you're meeting and coaching your team on a regular basis, you can check in with them to see how they're doing. And I don't mean continually asking everyone if they're happy or if they're looking for another job. What I mean is you can ask them questions that will help you determine their engagement level. And I've talked about using Gallup's Q12 engagement survey on many occasions. Feel free to refer back to those episodes or just Google Gallup's Q12. You can find those questions. From there, you can easily break it down and start asking questions around those 12 areas. For example, hey, Jenny, what additional resources do you need to be able to do your job more effectively? Or, Bill, is there anything that's unclear about this task that I can clarify for you? And back to those survey results, you could take that opportunity to recognize folks for their contributions, even if you can't do so monetarily. So many of the pieces of the Coupa HR survey go back to employee engagement. Coaching also gives you the opportunity to help people better manage their energy. And that includes focusing on their strength zones, which is going to empower them to be more effective in what they have on their plates. That includes helping them set priorities and weeding out projects and tasks that are not the best use of their time. Right now, everybody's running around trying to get everything done while putting out supposed fires. And that's just impossible. And if you're not helping guide your people through that, they just see a never-ending stream of work that they can't keep up with. They need to know that you have their back and will support them, including setting things aside until they have more time or energy. We've built so many check-in opportunities for students to ensure they're succeeding and not falling through the cracks. This is driven by our goals to increase retention. We don't want to be surprised that someone is withdrawing from school, so we do everything we can to support them along the way. Are they struggling in class? Boom. Let's get you hooked up with some tutoring. Are they feeling completely overwhelmed? Boom. Here's the number to the counseling center. You're struggling financially and working two jobs to be able to even afford to go here? Boom. Talk to somebody at financial aid. There are support mechanisms in place to keep your students on campus. But for most of us on the staff side, the only set check-in measure for employees is typically their annual assessment. Can you imagine only checking in with students once a year or even once a semester? No one would think that's acceptable. Too many students would just drop out or fail out, leaving us struggling to fill their spot. The same thing is happening to staff members. But that gap can be bridged with regular coaching. And you don't have to be a therapist or a financial guru to coach your team. You just need to be able to listen to what's keeping them from being successful and be supportive as they navigate solutions. How many people would have stayed in their jobs if somebody talked to them about how to prioritize their workload and support them as they set things aside that were unreasonable to accomplish? And you may be wondering, but what about me? I would love to do this for my people, but my supervisors aren't really giving me the support I need. How can I do this for everyone else when I'm struggling? 
That is an excellent question, and it goes to the heart of the Coupa HR survey. In fact, I would recommend taking the survey results to your supervisor and talking about it and your concerns regarding your team. Ask them what they can do to support you in curbing these issues for your team. And while you're there, tell them that you're feeling this stress too and need additional support. We're trained to push through and not ask for what we need, but unfortunately, that is the only way to ensure you get your needs met. If you're feeling like this, then you're probably in that very likely to likely to look for other opportunities in the next year group. And if that's true, isn't it worth your while to see if your supervisor or the powers that be are willing to address these issues now? Having those conversations and developing a game plan can help you retain your team members, and it could also help you. As always, Alicia and I are here to support you as you reflect on where you are and where you want to go. One great way to invest in yourself and your team is to join us for the summer cohort of the Supervisor Strengths Institute. We are revamping the Institute this summer to make it even more manageable for your busy schedule. It is the same great content, but we've condensed it so you can work through each week's modules and start implementing change even faster. We know that life can too easily get in the way of you staying on track, so we've also added a bonus for everyone who completes all eight weeks of learning. You will get an additional 60 minutes of our time, and you can use that for more individual coaching, a short team session, or to receive a discount on a longer team workshop. Our Summer Institute starts on May 28th. Go ahead and register now. Check it off your list. We want you, your team, and your students to shine their brightest. And that starts with you. So join us for the Summer Institute using the link in the show notes. Or if you have questions about the Institute or other services, contact us at Anne, and that's A-N-N-E, at strengthsuniversity.org. Thanks for listening to My Circus, My Monkey. You can find this episode's transcript and links, as well as other episodes, on our website, www.strengthsuniversity.org slash mycircus. If you found this podcast valuable, please share it with your friends and colleagues so we can empower and support supervisors everywhere. Finally, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode.